1: Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Robinson the Cummins steers it down to third man. It's got plenty on it. Will it reach the rope? They'll get at least a couple. Dive in. It's full run. No. It's knocked no. over the boundary rope. <laughs> Pat Cummins drops his fatted helmet and wheels away in celebration. Australia. <laughs> where they fell two runs short on this ground in 2005 due to a stunning, unbeaten stand of 55 here this afternoon for the ninth wicket. Cummins and Lyon have led Australia to one of their greatest Ashes victories by two wickets. Yeah, what a day to be an Australian sports fan. We witnessed one of the great Ashes victories early this morning and for a brief moment, a very brief moment this morning, Origin 2. In Queensland, took a back seat to the heroics of Pat Cummins, Scott Boland, Nathan Lyon, Uzi Kawaja, and co. But now the countdown is on. Welcome to Sports Day, and we are live from Suncorp Stadium ahead of State of Origin Game 2. And it's official, Matty Rogers, as we walk down Caxton Street and the Brecky Creek Hotel today, the lunatics are out oh, of the they, asylum.
0: They, they are out in four sets. I am absolutely <laughs> buzzing. I tell you, it, it did take it back. I woke up this morning. after that uh, Ashes, the first test victory. But for a brief moment, Origin was not a a part of my thought process. I was that proud of what the Aussies did, but it didn't take long for it to kick back into gear. (laughs) Um, Hanging out with a few mates today on the golf course and the excitement around, you know, what tonight's game's going to bring... yeah, I just you know, and, and particularly, I don't know if you saw it. Sats, I watched the wallet, the, the King Doko oh, last night. How good! Jeez, I had the hair standing up in the back of my neck. I
1: I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I'm glad the ashes was on. Exactly, exactly. Welcome to all our loyal listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170. In Queensland, 693 and 1620 on the Gold Coast on the app and also if you're listening later on the podcast, welcome to the show. And I've got to say, there are a lot of New South Wales fans that are littering littering the streets of Brisbane, uh, Brisbane Airport, a lot of people travelling up to the game. So it's going to be very interesting and and being here at Suncorp Stadium and Rat, you've just pointed out to the southern end of Suncorp Stadium. Mm. There's a lot of blue blues fans yeah. starting to congregate.
0: They're filtering. in. I, I, they, they probably weren't overly, didn't feel overly welcome up in Caxton Street, so they've come <laughs> down early. They um, they're, they're taking their place, and, and look, they're here to support their team. And yeah, look, Satch, I'm 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 mindful. I'm 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 not I'm not sitting here as as comfortable as the bookies are with the prices that they put on this team. You look at that New South Wales team. There wasn't a metric they didn't win in game one, other than the scoreboard. Yeah. And and this team isn't overly different. Um, our New South Wales forwards are going to have to stand up. I think their long-kicking game's got better with Mitch Moses in the team, um, and that was something where we struggled a little bit with in our Game 1 performance uh, from a Queensland perspective was the long-kicking game. We we, te- we we struggled a little bit to get out of our half. They kept pinning us back, and we know that that can take a lot of juice out of the forward pack, so them to turn around and get back behind the ball. So a uh, big match
1: for, for Mitch Moses tonight. I, I think he's ready to stand up and deliver on the big stage. Yeah, well... Plenty of questions are always asked. Doesn't matter who wears the number seven jersey. Get involved in the show like you do every night, 0457 736 736. Glenn is already on the line saying, Hey, Sats and Rat, Regards your comment last night, Sats. Are you no sleep and broadcasting after 24 hours of beer? (laughs) Well, yes, I am at no sleep, Glenn. I'm going through the midnight tonight, no sleep. It is a nil by beer, I've got to say. Uh, But I'm getting through on adrenaline. You don't need any alcohol to be here tonight if you're not pumping through the veins. Uh, Now, you can get live scores, updates tonight on the SENQ Twitter page or listen to the live call here on the SEN app. Now, on tonight's show, New South Wales fans, he was one of the favourites of Phil Gould for a lot of years through the 90s. Uh, He also made his debut for New South Wales in the 80s as well. He's one of the tough men of New South Wales and the NRL. It's NRL in New South Wales legend Dave Cement Gillespie-Rat. He, he was a fearsome guy to play. He player. certainly was. He's, He's one of those guys that when you're about to take a hit up, just before the ball was played back and the hooker got the ball in his hands, you just looked up to see where he was standing in the line. Yep. And you just deviated another way.
0: He was certainly a player that people were spotting in defence to avoid. Um, you know, you get the odd guys in, in the defensive line where people look forward to run at. Yep. He was certainly not one of them. Exactly. Um, terrifying unit. And uh, yeah, looking forward to having a chat with Cement.
1: He's got an interesting story about why he missed the 1986 kangaroo tour, which I'll ask him also. Senior News Corp journo, Peter Bedell, is going to join us also live on the show, talking about the latest in Origin News. Warm up thanks to Reem. That's previewing Origin, both Rat and I. Who needs to step up tonight? Who's the player you fear the most from the opposition? Man of the match of New South Wales if they are to win. Man of the match for Queensland if they are to win. First try scorer 0457 736 736. Give us your thoughts now. The SEN, thanks to points bet, the SEN League same game multi has been put up as well. So you can look at that on Twitter. And what do you think of this rat? New South Wales plus six and a half.
0: Right, so New six. South Wales on the line.
1: They're starting six and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, nil. Hammer, anytime try scorer. Yep. Teddy, anytime try scorer, $15. What do you think? Uh, I,
0: I reckon that's good value. I, I, I've, I've got Queensland winning by six. Yep. So. Oh, that, that is that is a good multi that one and, and great value $15
1: we'll do our preview option thanks to Ream soon and we can put together a multi if you like if you're interested in that as well and who's the first try scorer who's your player of the match Reuben Cotter in game one which I, I think they would have Paid pretty handy odds to be quite honest. Now, outside of Origin, there's some news breaking today. Doggies fans, what do you feel? How are you feeling at the moment? 0457, 736, 736. Jake Avarillo has officially signed with the Redcliffe Dolphins. Three-year deal from 2024. And you look at some of their players there they've already got for next year with Tom Flegler and Herbie Farmworth. They're putting together a nice little squad. Josh
0: Kerr just just arrived yeah. this week. Um I, I got a whisper of this a little while ago, Jake Avarillo leaving, and I and I said to the person from Redcliffe who told me this, I said, "Mate, Why are they? Are they just going to let him go?" This said, no, they don't want to let him go. He's just he just wants to leave. Um, I thought that was I, I was shocked. Averillo? yeah, Averillo. Um yeah, h- huge news, great acquisition for the Dolphins. Yeah. I I got to tell you, uh, he's probably in that position, Avarillo, where he's. He's on the cusp of being really good. Yes. He, he's a good footballer right now. He could um, always see it. Yeah, yeah. Now he's just
1: matured a little
0: bit. And and I, and I think he's probably got a deal where he's getting paid for his potential. Yep. And the Bulldogs probably didn't want to pay him for his potential yet. They wanted to see him arrive before they threw the money on the table for him. Um, I think the Dolphins have probably got, got a few more chips out on the table. And, um, you know, they, they signed what I think is a fantastic signing. I mean, he's got... Years of good football ahead of him. Hammer at
1: fullback, Herbie Farmworth in the center with Jake Avarillo. And on the wings you got Jermaine Osako. Mm. You've got Katoa Tessie in the new. halves, Tessie New. Oh,
0: I'll tell you what they lacked a little bit, Sats, in the, at the moment, with, you know, Edric Lee and, and and Branco Lee. Yep. They just lack a little bit of speed out there. Yep. Well they just got it now. Mm. Next year, if they can stay healthy, it's always about these new clubs. It's about you know they generally they can generally get together a, a good top line squad, but it's it's the depth. If they can stay healthy with their top line players, they're they're going to do some damage next year. I mean they've done it this year. Yeah. With the, with the squad that they've got. Yep. Um, next year they're, they're starting to position themselves very nicely um, for a run into final for a run at finals football.
1: Yeah. Well, in the first year you got Tommy Gilbert as a, an Origin player, Hammer as an Origin player, Herbie Farm with obviously is from from Great Britain. Mm. Uh, but Averillo, I was interesting in watching Phil Gould's uh, Twitter activity today, and a lot of Bulldogs fans really disappointed about the loss of Averillo. And basically, Phil Gould has said, you can't keep all of them, even though he's a Bulldogs boy, is that, unfortunately, on the open market, our salary cap, we can't afford him. No,
0: well, well that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, 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 the Dolphins would have put
1: um, a contract on the
0: table that was equivalent to the potential that they see in Jake Averillo. The Dogs have had him. They, they know where he could be. Mm. But they're probably not ready to, to to throw that money on the table yet. It's a risk for them. Yep, it's a risk because they're trying to acquire, you know, probably play. Well, they need they need players now. Yeah, they need a like a Ben Hunt type player now. They need changes now, and he's probably not in that position. He's probably not at that level yet where they can throw that money at him. And you know, the Dolphins have gone. You know what? We need speed. Yeah, and he's shown this year. He's got. Genuine speed. Yep. And you can't coach that. No. And Wayne Bennett said, date get up here, we'll have you." And uh, they've got their man.
1: Before we get to our first special guest uh, for the night, you know how we do a, a segment each week, like it or lump it. Mm. I tell you what, I'm lumping. The NRL, they produce a scarf for everyone that's in your commercial, yeah, you know, your boxes, yeah, and yeah, suites. yeah, yeah. That's right. You're looking they at do. one right yeah, now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm I talking am, about? Yeah, I can see. So it. on one side it's a maroon scarf. Makes me want to vomit. A little on bit. the opposite side it's a blue scarf. Yeah, yeah. Now if you're a blue fan, you just don't wear it. Yeah. If you're a Maroons fan, you just don't wear it. Yeah, well, well, I'm looking
0: at it, Sats, and and, and it's folded, and I can see the maroon, but I can just see blue coming yeah. out the sides. it and, doesn't make sense. and it, it's killing me. Yeah, I'm lumping it big time. Yeah, I'm lumping. You, you know it. what I what, what I'm liking? Well, you know, I'll tell you what, Jake Avril, will be liking. What? Going from Bankstown.
1: <laughs> what? What are you saying about Bankstown? To
0: Redcliffe, beautiful little coastal town on Morton Bay. You're really quiet, no traffic. Yeah, I think of the traffic. What in are you Bankstown? saying about
1: Bankstown? It's, it's, We've got a lot
0: of Bankstown listeners. Well,
1: I love it, mate! Hi hey, our
0: listeners in Bankstown. Uh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Well, well, uh, well. I'm just saying, Beryl from Birong. Tra- traffic, traffic yeah. is very different yeah, in Redcliffe true. than it is in Sydney. That's he's going to love the lifestyle, and he's going to be coached by the master himself, Wayne Bennett. I think we're going to see uh, Jacob Verlo go to another level, and I'm liking that.
1: Now, I tell you who would like these scarves is our is our next guest, who's live on the line. He's the uh, chief journalist for the News Corp and the Courier-Mail. He was born in Maroubra. He's a bra boy. Yeah, right. But he's lived in Queensland and writes mostly around the Queensland Rugby League. And that is Peter Bedell, who is on Sports Day. How are you, Pete?
2: Hello, boys. How are you going? Yeah, very, well. Well, very, very well. Very well. Now,
1: so if you were one of these scarves the NRL has produced, with the maroons on one side and the blue on the other side, which one would you be wearing tonight? <laughs>
0: I reckon he'd he well, twist, he, yeah. he
1: twist it at the back and he'd have a queen on one side and a blue on the other.
2: Well, boys, this is this is perfectly tailor-made for me because the boys at work, they call me Lilac because I'm half blue, half maroon. So, <laughs> it's so I'm very Lilac fitting. Bedell. It's fitting so, now. I, yeah, Maddie knows me too well. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, Pete, is there been any late news coming out of either camp that you can report on?
2: Yeah, a couple of what I'm hearing are some selection changes positionally, guys. So uh, um, there's still strong mail that Ruben Cotter will come off the bench and he'll start in the back row and Jeremiah Nanai will shift back to the bench. So they'll just do a straight swap. And the reasoning behind that, now obviously that hasn't been confirmed as yet. We'll know in about an hour's time. But obviously Jeremiah Nanai, he's lacked a bit of match conditioning. He had a four-match suspension. He only has played one game to the Cowboys against the Storm about two and a half weeks ago, and and in, even in that game, I know talking to the Cowboys, they thought he was fading at the back end, so don't be surprised if Manoa starts on the bench, and then they put him into the fray at the 20-minute mark to play a 60-minute game for the Maroons. And for the Blues, I'm hearing they may switch wingers, guys, so Ado Carr may go onto the other side, and Brian Toto will get away from Xavier Coates, given the height differential, so don't be surprised if you see a wing change for the Blues tonight.
0: It makes sense, though, Pete, given
2: that they play on those wings at Clubland. 100%, Maddie, and, and I think it's it's uh, the right move, too, in terms of height. I mean, Xavier Coates has great aerial power. His diffusal rate's not always great, but he gets up high. And, and against someone like Brian Toto, who's about 12 to 15 centimetres shorter, it is problematic. So I think Otto Car's a better fit, Matty, as you said, on the other side anyway. And that's just a natural fit for him. And I think he's got the speed to, to potentially burn Xavier Coates. So uh, don't be surprised if that car matches up against Xavier tonight.
0: Yeah, mate, now you've been around the teams. How, how's the energy of Queensland? How are they looking, um, you know, on game day? Are they high energy? Were they, were they pretty calm? Do they look relaxed?
2: Well, Matty, you've been... Part of many Queensland origin camps, I mean, I, I look, I must say, guys, I don't think I've ever seen a more seamless, relaxed Queensland team. That You know, traditionally we have these dramas and mythology around injuries and players going down. There's been no injury scares. There's been no issues with the team. Their training sessions have been slick. And I, I must say, guys, a huge trump card, and I think it's probably even undersold to some degree, is the influence of Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston and Billy Slater. Like to watch them train guys, like last Tuesday for their first session, Billy Slater was, was doing kick returns and showing them what angles he runs and what routes he runs. It's, it's pretty remarkable. And Cameron Smith's around the rucks talking to the hookers. So it, it just doesn't get any better than that in terms of education for the marines.
1: What are you hearing from your colleagues out of New South Wales office, Pete? Um, Stefano Yutoikamanu, I thought was a, a real shock that he got picked. I know he's been in the system for a couple of years, but still only raw and green. Do, do they expect him to play many minutes tonight, do you think?
2: But Yeah, good point, Satsuk. I don't think he'll play a lot of minutes, Stefano, barring an injury. But I must say, Satsuk, I've been pretty impressed with Stefano over the last few years. I, I think he's been West Tigers probably one of their best players for the last two or three seasons. He's a real energetic prop, he's got good foot speed and so I think he'll he'll have a real crack if he gets thrown into the fray and in terms of other changes guys I I wouldn't be surprised either if Reese Robson starts for the blues I know yeah, yeah. it just makes sense doesn't it he's played every he's played all 80 minutes this year per game it's been remarkable he has not missed a single minute and he's got the toughness to start and absorb the early exchanges and then Damien cook provides a bit of trust off the bench
0: yeah I, I did get a whisper that he, he was starting session sessions in that Uh, nine jersey mate um what 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 do you think um how how is i mean speaking to your colleagues down south freddie to me he just looks a little bit flat a little bit flustered um are you you getting that from him i mean is it is it is he flat or is billy just that precise and that switched on to his role that it makes freddie look a little bit you know off with the fairies at times
2: Yeah, it's a good point, Matt. I honestly do think Billy has Freddie a little bit rattled at the moment. And even to hear Brad Fitler's sentiments the other day talking about the selections being a circus and the media discussing it, what do you think we're expected to do? I mean, that's what's part of the great theatre of origin. I mean, the fans love discussing potential selections. So does the media. That's what makes this merry-go-round. And I think Brad Fitler's feeling the heat as a result. I mean, to make a comment like that suggests that he's not... He's not comfortable with the constant analysis of the New South Wales team. And I almost think, guys, it's just about running his race. Like, I think if they lose tonight, I think, Freddie, it might be his time to go. He's done a remarkable job. He's won three series, and no one can take that away from him. But I just feel like perhaps the stresses and the pressures of the job are starting to get to him a touch.
1: I think you, you can't mm. undermine how fiercely competitive Freddie is at this oh, arena. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, he's a...
0: He's a Unbelievable. I mean, he's New South Wales' most capped player. He's, yep. You know, I, I mean, the, the, the reality is he knows what it takes to win an Origin yeah.
2: Series. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Hey, Pete, I uh, hope you enjoyed tonight. Thank you very much for taking time out to join us tonight.
2: No worries, guys. Go to Maroons, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lilac, Vidal.
1: <cool>. <laughs> uh, let's get to the break. And on the other side of the break, New South Wales Origin legend David Cement Gillespie. We're back for World Gym, trained for the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Oh, that looked
2: to be a high tackle for mine. Gillespie hitting. him. The referees let play go on. And look at David Gillespie. Gillespie pumped up that tackle. Well, may have been just okay by Gillespie, but that's the second big hit from him.
1: Yeah, the boy from Narromine, David Cement Gillespie. 15 games for New South Wales. And what a tough competitor he was. Joins us on the line for Sports Day. How are you, Cement?
3: Good, Scotty. How are you, mate?
1: Really well. Matty Rogers is joining me here as well, mate. But as an ex-player and now spectator, Cement, how, how do you go origin? Are you a little bit like like every player and every fan, I suppose? You get a little bit ner- anxious, a little bit nervous with so much at stake?
3: Hey, oh, do, mate. You know, it's, especially when it's um, 1-0 down and you know, they've, got, they've got to win this game. So, um, yeah, as a, pa- as a past player, you, you, um, you feel the nerves and you know what they're going for before the game, mate, for sure.
1: Now, everyone always says how much of an advantage Lang Park is. I always thought that, or I still think that Homebush Stadium's are a real advantage to New South Wales, to be quite honest. But as a New South Wales player coming to enemy territory and they're so parochial, Cement, how do you turn something that is perceived as a negative and as a, as a player, and how do, you, how do you make them enjoy the, enjoy the occasion, enjoy the atmosphere?
3: Yeah, well that's that's the beauty of the game, mate. And up there. I can remember going up, you know, um, in the middle eighties, I think it was nineteen eighty six and going down Caxton Street in the bus and just getting pelted with cans and um <laughs> you know, and they were coming out and rocking it and just being us up and giving you a spray. But you know, that kind of um kind of revved us revved us up more than more than we think, you know, to go out there and, and put a good show in. So, um you know, um, you know, they're one 0 down to yeah, you know, obviously, and, you know, they've got to go up there and, and um, the opportunities are there for them to go in and,
0: um, you know, say what they can do and go in. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly that Caxon tree bus trip cement, it's uh, it's something to, uh, that, that sticks in the memory bank, that's for sure. Mate, I, I've got to ask you, you're such a fearsome competitor at club level. Uh, did, did, was your preparation any different for an Origin game, knowing what you were playing for?
3: I think yeah, Origin preparation is a bit different, Matty. It's you know to a normal club game. You know you're playing with different players. Um, the pressure's on. You know you're one nil up, or you know it's one or You're going in for the decider. So you know there's pressure there, and you know you know you're going into camp, and you and you're getting it from the fans. You know you're walking down Coogee down to training, and everyone's giving you you know a rev up, go and get into them, and you know so the atmosphere is different. It's it's a different beast, so to speak, but. You know, that's why you play the game you want, you want to play in these games. And I dare say tonight, you know, being 1-0 down, um, these are the games you want to play in. You know, you can make a name for yourself, 1-0 down, come up one all, beat them up there in enemy territory, and, you know, that's the beauty of the game.
0: Mate, you, you played in a different era to what we, we play in today, Cement. Uh, it was pretty much no-holes barred, particularly when you got on the origin field. But was there a player in the Queensland side that you guys would earmark each year to go after?
2: Oh, mate, I think,
3: you know, they're all, you know, when you're playing in these games, you know, obviously your halfbacks, you know, in my day, you know, was obviously Alfie was always a danger. And Wally, of course, and Mal, you know, they have such a great backline, line. And, you know, and their forwards, you know, they held their own. So, you know, you're going to get a smack in the mouth or a clip across the ear, you know, out there. That's going to happen. You know, that's the way it was played back then. So... You know, it was either get in first before they
1: got you. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, a few Origin coaches um, during your Origin career over those 15 games. I mean, was there one Origin coach that, that just got it? He just understood the importance of Origin, but most importantly, you know, that short-term coaching, you only got a, a small space of time to, to get through to the players? Yeah, well, I was lucky
3: in my Origin career. I got coached by Jack Gibson in 1990 in the um, uh, series and Jack was a, a different beast, you know, the way he got things across. Um, uh, I had one game under Timmy Sheens, um, a couple of games under Timmy Sheens in Origin, and then Gus come along and he kind of changed the, changed the focus on it. And, um, you know, I, we had a lot of success um, under Gus, not saying the other two coaches weren't any good or great coaches, but um, I think Gus got it. And he had a group of players that, um, that he uh, bonded with and, and got that message through to him and, um, you know, it was, um, it was it was good playing under Gus and then I think we won two or three series under him in the middle 90s. So, you know, he got what it was all about and, um, you know, he um, some of his talks and his, his uh, bonding tactics uh, were great.
0: Mate, um, I've got to ask you, I know how much you love playing the game. You're such a physical competitor, but what do you miss the most? Do you miss the Origin game or do you miss the Origin camp?
3: <laughs> uh, camp. <laughs> especially, especially the first night, the first two nights were, you know, they were they were the, they were the go-to nights. But no, listen, overall, it, you know, it's just a great experience. And yeah. as I said, that's why you play the game. You want to play in these sort of games, and um, you know, and, and the mateships you make out of it, and the bonds, um, you know, that the friends, you know, you're still all friends today, and catch up, and um, you know what I mean? Um, that that's what it's all about for me, mate. It was just um them blokes that I played with. Um, it was great. It was unreal.
1: Now, before we let you go, Samantha, I, I promised the the listeners that you'd tell the story about why you missed the 1986 Kangaroo Tour, because you were flying, you're you're on your way, you're about to go on that plane, of course, you went on the 90 Tour, but what happened in 1986? Was it a work accident that stopped you from, from going?
3: It was, uh, mate. I, I had a work accident um, towards the end of the year. I actually played in... We won that first New South Wales... To win the series um, three, blood, actually in '86. So, and Canterbury, my um, club side that year, made the grand final. So there was a kangaroo tour on it at the end of '86. So you, you know, thinking you, you, you played in the Origin series, that won three 0 and you played in a grand final. Um, You're nearly going in a kangaroo tour. But um, mate, I was, I was in. A, I had an unfortunate work accident. I got my finger caught between the side of a truck and a and a telegraph pole, and it. Um, <laughs> It kind of squashed it, and um, that put an end to my season, mate. So, um, you know, I tried to get back and play in the semis. It happened on the last comp game. Actually, we were playing St George on a Monday night, and um, I was working Monday morning back then. It was happened at half past four in the morning, and um, yeah, it took took it off, and they they sewed it back on, but it didn't knit, and it had to be um, amputated back off again. So that kind of put a, uh, an end to that '86 um, season for me. So, um, yeah, so uh, that, that's. That's the little story there, mate.
1: <laughs> but you end up going on the 90 tour as well. Yeah. So uh, you had a great career, Samantha, and, and it's, it's awesome that we could look back in time. We love getting the nostalgic part of the game as part of the show. I know the listeners love it, and uh, it's great that you're taking time out, that you could join us on Sports Day. Thanks, man. Hope you enjoy tonight.
3: I hope they win, mate. They um, got, got it off before, mate, but I think we can get them. So um, go the Blues. Thanks, boys. Well done, yeah.
1: Thanks, Thanks very Cement. much, Samantha. Let's get to a break. And on the other side, we've got Wellbeing Wednesday. Whoa. We're back for World Gym, Train for the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, well-being Wednesday here, Origin 2, and we've got the New South Wales team just down the sideline, passing the ball around, getting used to the atmosphere. No sign of the Queensland players as yet. Yes, I can see a couple of them now, Patty Carrigan, walking up and down the sideline. And as I said, well-being Wednesday. Let's jump inside the heads of both Origin sides thanks to NRL State of Mind. Now, Gotcha for Life and the NRL. Donate today, versions to buy a virtual one pass for mental fitness. Now, Co, Daddy Vass, you're going to ask us a few questions about how to get your head right for a big game of this occasion. Yeah, g'day, boys. Obviously, a huge night for all the players tonight. And just wanted to kick it off with Rats. Yep. Who do you think... Is under the most pressure tonight, and what's the best way to deal with it, mate? Is it like an early carry, an early involvement? What do you think?
0: Well, well, under the most pressure is Mitch Moses um, in terms of what he's got to deliver for New South Wales, Um, but he's got to go out there and just play his natural game. He's got a great running game when it's on. He's got to take the line, and he's got to take the ball to the line. He's got to get tackled. He's got to make a tackle, get himself into the game as soon as he can. The longer he stays away from it, the longer he doesn't put himself right into the thick of things, the tougher it will be to get on the front foot. Uh, the game of footy, if you're on the back foot at the start, if you're not at the pace of the game, it's so hard to get to the pace of the game. The most important thing for him is to impose himself on the game early and stay on the
1: front foot. We're going to try and get to some of your texts as well, 0457 736 736. Matty Guyatt is saying, hello, men. Listening on the way home from Cougar Island, formerly Fraser Island, where we've been shark fishing with the kids. What? We will make it home at 8 p.m., no shower for four days, and we'll have to wait till after the Mighty Maroons win the series. Let's go, Queenslanders. Can you give a shout-out to the kids who are in the car? Samuel? Alexander and Eden. Hey, Samuel, Alexander and Eden, G'day go kids. Queensland! Shark fishing. Oh, yes. What a childhood. Oh, wow. What's the next one, Daddy Vass? How good's that? Uh, Sats, how important is your mindset on game day, and how did you combat any outside noise? Well, if you weren't ready by game day, you've got to quickly find a way. Uh, some players like to be around a lot of people. They like to have a lot of noise around them. And there's some players who just like total silence. Even... Back when we were playing, mobile phones weren't quite prominent, but they like, were. Oh, they, speak inter- for yourself. You're, been you're inter-
0: sixty. I'm, I'm like a lot younger than you. You're about so. like four years <laughs> younger than me.
1: So that's still got the Nokia. Yeah. Though. So, so the first thing was to turn your phone off. Yeah. And in this day and age, the best thing you do is turn the phone off. Don't read any social media whatsoever. Unfortunately, they live on social media a lot of the players these days. So, to try and uh, get your mindset on game day, you've just got to you've got to try and find the right balance with. Being too relaxed, and and basically shutting yourself away from the world. I don't. I think it's bad to shut yourself away from the world. I still think you've got to talk to people, whether it's your teammates whatever it may be. Uh, but definitely, the phone plays a huge role right. in what your mindset is going to be like, especially in those last five or six hours. Okay, no worries. And rats, we have one more. Did you have any fear? running out before state of origin and was there a player or coach you could look at for some reassurance?
0: Uh, anxiety, absolutely. I, I used to say that the, the worst two minutes of my life for 15 years were the two minutes before you run out onto the field. The
1: two, two minute buzzer used to go yeah, the, yeah. in the dressing yeah. sheds, yeah, did and,
0: and you just, if you are crook in the guts, you just, because it's, it's not a thought, the thought process isn't oh, you know, I hope it doesn't hurt. The thought process is, okay, how much is this going to hurt? Mm. And you know that you're going out there and you've got to put everything on the line and it is going to hurt. Um, that 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 anxiety would, would be quite sort of tough. But man, I would just lock eyes with someone in the dressing room. You'd sort of nod your head. You'd be right. You'd stare at the number. But in front of you, you'd run out on the field. And the quicker I could get my hands on the ball uh, and get myself into the game, uh, as soon as I touched the ball, every, it was all gone.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, good, good, good point. Buy, buy a virtual one pass and build mental fitness in grassroots rugby league clubs at onepass.gotchaforlife.org. Now let's get to some of your text messages. Yeah, 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 rooster muzz, worm and rat. Thirteen plus
0: tonight. That is my party pie amount. As for the footy, <laughs> a draw at full time and Queensland by four in Golden Point. Wow, <laughs> wow. Keep going, rat.
1: There's a few. Yeah, there. Let's yeah. Good out,
0: Sats and rats. Steve Folkes was a small forward, but gee whiz, he could hit them hard in defence. Along with Samantha Gillespie, did you ever play against Folksy? No, both nah, missed nah, him. no, just missed him. Yeah, well, was.
1: but they, the Cannery forwards used to have those uh, ice hockey shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, they did. And yeah, they, they outlawed them after a while because yeah, they maimed yeah. a lot of people. Evening, right, Looking
0: forward to the Queensland only commentary, but it will, will be also will also be listening for some sugar magic, <laughs> hoping to hear some of those brilliant sayings.
1: Canara Cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, boys, I love cement. I wish he was out there tonight rearranging some rib cages. That's from Cosman. Yeah. I think Queensland players are glad he's not there. Yeah, this
0: is uh, from Glenn. He said, I just sang my Jake Avrilla tribute song to the next-door neighbour and electric wheelchair Pete, and he laughed so much he had to stop work on his leans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, g'day, gents. With my second head on, there are only three words that need to be said. <laughs> three words. Queenslander. Yeah, nice. Uh, evening fellas, just joined the show. Pumped for a big show. Just had a sizable dabble on Junior oh, Bolo. Anytime try scorer, Steve. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. You Daddy Vass says, gee, I hope we hear from Glenn tonight. Steve from Dubbo. Hey Glenn, we actually can't answer the phone here tonight, so unfortunately we can't take the call because we're live here at Suncorp. Unfortunately, uh, as much as we'd love to hear your, we actually might song. give you Matt uh, Rat's mobile number. You <laughs> no, can give him no, a call. Not yeah, do that. yeah. Not do that. Uh, keep your text coming through zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll try to get them uh, the best way we can. Uh, from nine two two. Well, referring to the kicking King,
0: game, the kicking King game, the kicking game. What was that about? No, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's get to a break. And on the other side of the break, we are going to do our warm up segment, thanks to Reem, about who are the players that need to stand up tonight. Who do we think our mayor of the match is going to be? The pressure on Mitchell Moses, who wins and why? This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. We're back for World Gym, train for the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, this is Sports Day. Sats and Rat here, live game two at Suncorp Stadium, and the stadium is slowly starting to build up. We definitely here in the suite, the SEN suite. It is building up nicely as well. And talk about lunatics. There's going to be a few lunatics here tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah that,
0: they're already. That, mate, they're, they're ripping into the buffet over there. Yeah. What a buffet! What about the prawns?
1: You've had a fair few. Prawns. I'm going again. You too. know, there's I'm a ration. No, you know. there's
0: not. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> I'm sorry, what about, that? there's a lot of love for Jake Averillo heading up to uh, Redcliffe in the text line here. We've got, show me the way to Averillo. wayney has got his head on his pillow. <laughs> Rabbit, from- <laughs> show me the way to Averillo. Wayne, has got his head on his pillow. That's nice. uh, from Rabbit Barra tomorrow. Well done, uh, Rabbit. Hey, boys, up the Queenslanders. Averillo goes from the outhouse to the penthouse. Well, I don't know Maybe. about that. No, I don't, I don't think the Bulldogs is the outhouse. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um, Yeah.
1: Now let's do the warm-up segment. Thanks to Ream. Ream Manufacturing in Australia for over 80 years now. Mitchell Moses, or anyone who wears New South Wales number no. seven jersey, post Joey Johns, a little bit like Peter Sterling at Parramatta. Mm. Sorry, sorry, Steve from Dubbo, uh, put just put you in the fetal position there. Well, he, well, he's doing the same thing, isn't he? Exa- yeah, exactly, exactly. He's, he's, he's got it on both times. So Mitchell Moses is probably going to be one of the most focused players. When it comes to the, everyone's attention is going to be on how the number seven handles the occasion. A lot of people are saying, Rat, that he doesn't nail big games. I've got to disagree. There's been some games, some big games, Parramatta, have won over the last few years. And yeah, admittedly, they haven't won the big ones when it comes to winning a grand final or grand final qualifiers. But in saying that, I've seen him ice a few big Big games against big teams.
0: Man, there are plenty of good halfbacks that haven't won a grand final. And remember, there's only one halfback that wins a grand final a year. And you've got to get there first. And yeah. he was good enough to get his side there. Um, yeah, a lot of pressure on him. I think it's a, probably a little bit unfair. I think he's a good player. Um, and I think he's going to be a danger man that Queensland are going to have to look out for tonight. I, I think probably one of the more important players for New South Wales, though, is, is the debutant, Utwikamanu.
1: Well, I've just written At, down here, and the, the
0: reason I say that mm-hmm. is because you can't afford to have any weakness in the middle of the field. And New South Wales, Queensland have picked a pack that they're, they're coming through the middle. Yep. Now, if he can't, if he doesn't, if he can't handle the pace of it, and he's not up to Origin standard, that's going to hurt New South Wales.
1: Mm, yeah. My concern for Stefano is. I'd rather start the game as a young rookie oh, front rower than come off the bench because I, thought, watching it, I yeah? thought Corey Parker summed it up perfectly before Origin 1. When you come off the bench in Origin, it's like you want know, a treadmill is going at full speed and you've got to try and jump on it and, and get, the, get the momentum Running. going. Yeah, yeah. He said that's what it's like when you come off the bench and if you miss the, the miss beat the straight jump. away, if you miss the jump, you, you can get lost in all the noise. Shot out the back. So Cement Gillespie, I thought that was great advice as well for Stefano it's you got to get stuck into your opposition before they get stuck into you and mm. from all reports he's quite a just emotionally still quite an immature kid yeah. and to be exposed to well, he, he, what he's, he's, he's going to be exposed to can be quite daunting
0: he's young though, you yeah know? he's just he's probably not he's just probably not that you know like I played with a guy Morgan Turnbull You used to call him 40 20 because he was 20 but you thought he was 40 yep he, you know he's probably just a 22 year old kid Yeah, Yeah, but he's in a world now where he's going to have to be on Um, from the minute he steps foot on that field and there's a lot of pressure on the young man.
1: Yep, okay. With Mitchell Moses, the biggest kicking game, I'm talking about the longest, most calculated kicking game in the NRL. And I think it's going to be a huge plus for New South Wales. Just to keep burying Queensland. So what I anticipate Queensland to do is I think your Tinos, your Fafitas, uh, your big forwards, your Carrigans, they'll try and get... Mitchell Moses to do as much defense as humanly possible in those opening 15 or 20 minutes. So he is fatigued to the point that he can't put a lot of power on those kicks.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely, Sats. But I I also think the fact that he is their only primary kicker in the team, uh, the other boys, you know, they're hookers and Luai who aren't noted kickers, you know, they might kick once or twice, but predominantly you know where the ball's going come mm. fifth tackle. Yeah. They're going to have to put a lot of pressure on him, and I think if they can continue to do that, I mean, you, can't, you, you can not hit a kicker well, while they're kicking the ball. You, you can't go on with it, um, but, but I think we'll see him getting a fair bit of contact uh, from kick pressure by the Queenslanders.
1: If Queensland wins, who's your man of the match? If Ruben Queen, Cotter game one.
0: Yeah, Ruben Cotter was man of the match game, and I, I think if, if Queensland win, I think we're going to see a wow of a game from Rhys Walsh. Yeah, okay. You think he backs it up? I think he backs it up. It's a, I, 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 say, I thought he should have been man of the match in game one. I think he, I think he, he would have thought that too. Yep. Uh, he's full of
1: confidence, the young fella. Uh, I think he'll want to come out here and show it. And the weather the last few weeks in Queensland is conducive to a fast game. The, they've relayed a lot of different areas of Lang Park. I've got to say, Suncorp Stadium. I've got to say, it looks sensational. Oh, it tonight. looks
0: far better, doesn't looks it? looks amazing. Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: New South Wales. Uh, if New South Wales win, who's your man of the match? And before you answer, my, my, the player that scares me the most is a man that hasn't been great form-wise and it's their fullback, James Tedesco. If he explodes tonight and it'll only be on the back of whether Mitchell Moses can uh, introduce him into the game and whether Payne Haas wins his battle over the top of Tino and and, uh, and Paddy Carrigan and co. But if Tedesco explodes, I think if New South Wales win, Tedesco is your man of the match.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think if New South Wales win, Payne Haas will be man of the match. I think he has to have a, a, a supremely dominant performance. Well, he in knows the, the field.
1: He knows the stadium. Uh,
0: they need to give Mitch Moses a platform to play footy. And, and hence giving Tedesco the room to play his game. Um, I think if Payne Haas can do that, if New South Wales win, Payne Haas man of the match.
1: Okay. Um, we both think Queensland are going to win. Yeah. Without trying to be too biased, I, I think it's 28-12. Um, wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I certainly don't think that. I, I, A lot closer. I, I think it's Queensland by six. Okay. Yeah.
1: Now, the SEN League uh, points bet. SEN League, same game multi has been put up. We said earlier on, New South Wales. Plus six and a half, so they're starting at six and a half to zero before they run out. Hammer anytime try scorer, Teddy anytime try scorer gives you fifteen dollars. Now mine is Murray Tuilangi first try scorer. I think he's going to be on the left. Yep. And I think Reese Walsh will fire a pass to him. And I think Queensland to lead at half time. Queensland to win at full time. And man of the match for me will be Pat Carrigan. Yeah, I
0: like, I like that multi-sats. It's got a lot of value in it. The six and a half start. I've got Queensland winning by six. So that's... that's still cover it there. That, it still covers that. And, and, and Hammer and Teddy to score, I think, is a good bet. And for $15, I'm jumping all over that. Yep. yep. I like it.
1: Hot water needs replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream right now. Let's get to some of your texts. 0457 736 736. Hi, boys. Mark from Sydney here. Short and sweet from me. Go New South Wales. Yeah,
0: yeah. What about, uh, we got, what, Belmont from Clarence. Hey, Sats, it's a bit rude of you to say New South Wales fans are littering the streets of Brisbane. I, so, I hope someone lets the New South Wales know, know that you reckon New South Wales people are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Might be just the motivation they need. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Please read this New out Dallas when Cement is on. There, yeah. yeah, unfortunately we got to that after Cement was on. Uh, on the <laughs> Jake Avarillo, Canbury likely to lose Alamotti. We've got here, yeah, likely to lose Alamotti. This is from Canara Cowboy. Cowboys yeah, yeah. are very keen on him to replace Hiku. I'll tell you what, if a club gets Paul out of Mo- Alamotti, I can't see... I don't think they'll... I really think it's sense. a little bit like the Bulldogs, Canara. I think the, it's a little bit like the, the Broncos, I should say. They've got this young kid coming through, um, Dean Mariner, at the Broncos. And when Herbie Farnworth was asking the money that he was asking, the Broncos are very happy to say, you know what? You can go. We don't want to see you go, but you can go. Because we've got katoni one of the most aggressive centres in the comp, and we've got this young Dean Mariner. So I think with the Bulldogs, letting Jake Avarillo go is, I think, on the back of we need to retain someone like Alamotti, who's still yeah. like, 19, 20 years yeah, of age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So Phil from Mudgee, he says, guys, I'm going Moses first. Moses first try and Moses man of the match. And New South Wales by 26 to 22. Yeah, plenty of points in the match there.
1: I think you know what I think. This field is conducive to a lot of points. Yeah. Um, hey boys, I've put some down. I've put some real coin down on Money Munster for first try score. Well, he created the first try for uh, who was that Hammer in the first game. So, watch this space. Well, he's the most unpredictable player, isn't he, Munster? Well, you know, you know what I'm
0: seeing from Munster. I'm seeing. I'm seeing from Munster. Um, Just the ability to own the origin space. I think he thrives on it. He knows the fact that everybody in New South Wales hates him. You know, I watched that documentary, The King, last night, and I'm sensing money monster transforming into that villainous player for Queensland that New South Wales hate that just wants to rise to the occasion
1: time and time again uh, and put New South Wales to bed. Well, that's it, but don't go anywhere because Origin pregame show is on the other side of the break. Wherever you're listening to, three calls tonight, Queensland parochial in Queensland. If you're in New South Wales, 1170 or the other stations that you listen to us throughout the night, the New South Wales parochial. And, of course, the neutral call as well is on the app. Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. As I said, don't go anywhere. We are moments away. We are just over an hour from kickoff for Origin 2, State of Origins. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Stick around.